So uh, I like to watch animal videos on YouTube, particularly to watch ones of little baby marmosets and koalas and bush babies. Sometimes I also like to watch mating dances of birds and things like that, but recently I was introduced to a whole new strand of nature videos on YouTube. It's a channel called Brave Wilderness. Now, probably most of you already heard of it. I am a little late to the game. It's this guy named Cody Peterson. And what he does, he travels all over the world to these very exotic locations to find the most venomous insects with the most painful stings. And so what he does is he sort of builds up the suspense, agitates the insect, lets him bite him, and then it's filmed as he's writhing around on the ground in pain. Then he sort of ranks, according to the Schmidt scale, where and at the level of intensity of pain these bites happen, or what they fall into. Generally, I would say this man falls into the category of idiots of the internet. However, the, the, the video I watched got 40 million views. So, this guy probably makes a couple of million dollars a year letting bugs bite him. I don't know if I would let some of these horrible looking insects bite me for a million dollars, but possibly I would. The, the one that I watched, though, was the one that got the most views. And this is where he went to Australia to get stung by this creature called the bullet ant. Call it the bullet ant because feels like you've been shot whenever this creature stings you. And so what he does, he takes them, explains everything, puts them in a little jar, shakes them up and makes them mad, grabs them with some tweezers, puts them on him, and he gets stung, and then he is writhing around the ground. Now, what of course is the most amazing in all the videos I watch, this guy never curses. He never does. You never to bleep him out after being stung by these animals. I don't think I could really last and do that, but he's maybe he's getting a little extra money if he doesn't, uh, if, he, if he can keep his calm in doing that. But so he provokes him, and then the insect attacks him. What does it have to do with anything we're talking about today in the readings? Well, it has a lot to do with it, I think. There's a theme in all of the readings that we hear at Mass today. And this theme is... If we live and we speak the truths of our faith in God, we are going to provoke other people. We are. Provoke from the two Latin words provocare, which means to call forth. We are going to call forth, quite often, attacks from other people. You see it in the first reading. Jeremiah is telling the king, Nebuchadnezzar is going to lay siege to the city and he's going to destroy Jerusalem. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, the other folks don't want to hear it, so they dump him in the cistern. He provoked them. Paul tells us about Jesus enduring the cross. He provoked the Pharisees, and they retaliated by sending him to the cross. And Jesus says in the Gospel that we can expect division, that we, within our family in particular, if we are living the faith, there are going to be enemies in our own families. Now, I'm not saying that we need to be like this guy, Coyote. 
They don't need to antagonize and deliberately provoke other people. But at times, we're going to provoke, even when we're not intending to, and we are going to be attacked for our faith. So why? Why would, would these things that we say or the things that we do as Christians lead to being attacked or to persecution? We're supposed to love another, other people. We're supposed to show mercy. Well, I think if you go back to insects, did some reading on this, why exactly do insects sting other insects or even people? Well, there are a number of reasons. One of the most interesting ones, of course, is the jewel wasp that stings cockroaches in their brain and then zombifies them, lays their eggs in the cockroach, and the cockroach wanders and then explodes, and then all the little baby jewel wasps come out. That's an awesome video. It would make a good homily one day. I don't know what the theme is that going to be, the zombie invasion maybe, but we'll see. But mainly the reason that insects sting is because of the mode of defense. It feels that it's being attacked, it's being threatened, and so it stings. It goes on the attack. And so humans too, even though we're not insects, I'm not trying to say that, we have some of the same instincts. When we feel threatened, when we feel vulnerable or insecure, we fight or flight. We sting if we need to. And so over the course of my now over 19 years as a priest, I've seen that when a believer, intentionally or often unintentionally, provokes another, and therefore brings an attack upon him or herself, this attack, just like when it comes to bugs, comes as a result of an individual trying to defend themselves. They feel threatened by what the Christian says or what the Christian does. And because of that threat and that feeling of vulnerability, they will often lash out and attack. Surely see this with governments and large organizations. Why do they persecute individuals? Because they feel threatened. Somehow their autonomy or their power is threatened. We see it often in non-believers. Not all non-believers, but a number of them. And their worldview or their lifestyle is threatened. Or the way they think the world should be run is threatened. They will attack. And then finally, as he just talks about our family. It's supposed to be a place of love and of safety, but quite often it can be the place of the most vicious attacks. Why? Certain individuals and family may feel they are losing control over others, deep insecurity, or again, their lifestyle is threatened. It does seem ironic, though, because the family is supposed to be a place of love and affirmation. Sometimes this attack, particularly if it comes from the family, will take the believer by surprise. Uh, the believer is not intending to be a threat, is not intending to provoke. But like the person who walks into a hornet's nest and gets stung, they don't even know it, but they're still going to get stung. And the surprise makes it even worse. However, Jesus tells us, you can expect to provoke people. 
you can expect that others are going to attack you, even those members of your family. So, so what should our reaction be as Christians whenever we are attacked? Well, the first thing, generally, whenever we feel we provoke someone and they're attacking us, our first reaction is normally we are going to stand back, ready to fight. And of course, this is our own natural defense mechanism. And we have a right to defend ourselves, but that doesn't mean that we should sting back even harder, that we should seek an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, or seek vengeance. Instead, my experience, the best advice is to learn to be merciful. Merciful like Jesus. Because I said many of the times the people who are provoked and attacked by our faith and what we say or do are often deeply insecure people who are wounded. And somehow that wound is inflamed, that insecurity is poked at, which instead of them saying, well, that's what you think, that's what you believe, no big deal, let's just go on our way, they end up lashing out. And so we've got to have some understanding. Not all of the time are they going to do it because of their own woundedness, but a lot of the time this is going to be the case. So we need to have understanding and compassion. The other great suggestion is that we find out that we're being attacked, particularly if it's a surprise from a family member, don't, don't get into a debate. Don't get into discussion or dialogue. That is generally a pointless thing for us to do. Instead, best to just back away. You're not going to often be able to reason with these people. And pray for them, particularly if they're family members who have become or are appearing to be enemies. It's like this. You've got a mound of ants. Don't go poke at them. Let them be, and they are not going to attack you. And then finally, and this sort of sounds cliche, what's the best thing that we can do? We can love and pray for them. We may have to erect certain boundaries to keep ourselves and others safe, but importantly, try not to take it personally. It's their problem. They're the ones who need to rub that neosporer on the wound on their heart. Not you. It's their attack and their over, overreaction is often the sign that something is wrong with them. But regardless, it still hurts. If we provoke someone, particularly unintentionally, it hurts to be attacked. And particularly if it is from family, people that we love or are supposed to love us. But remember this. Even the pain that comes from the venom of a bullet ant, the venom eventually wears off. The pain gradually goes away. And so, like St. Paul says, we're in the race. We've got to keep pressing on. We cannot give up when we face opposition. Probably not going to get a million dollars from our advertisers on YouTube from doing it. However, if we do persevere to the end, we will inherit something much more valuable. We will inherit eternal life. Amen.